Hey Pedro. What's going on, Nick? It's been really a really melancholy opening recently, huh? People might think you're depressed. Maybe I am. Maybe they're depressed. Who do you think you are? Nobody knows who they are. Episode 27, Friends. You got some motherfucking xylophones in there, man? There was, oh, there was some xylophone in there. <laughs> One of my old roommates had a xylophone, and we had like a little shared music room. Yeah. It was so fun to play with that thing. I miss it, actually. They're really fun. They I are. remember the little ones. And my cousin, uh, shout out Brandy, she's really fucking good at the xylophone. Oh, really? Yeah. like It's a cool instrument. Yeah, it really is. It's neat. You don't see it around. There's this one band called Man Man that uses a lot of... Um, Xylophone, actually. I oh, really? recommend checking them out if you nice. like you like some good xylophone. I'm all about that xylophone, <laughs> man. Even from like a kid, that's like one of the first instruments you're given, huh? It really is. That little it's colorful... Like, it's like six yeah. little chords or whatever. Six little tabs. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Maybe that's why the xylophone thing's like the main Apple ringtone or alert thing. Isn't it a, like some kind of xylophone? No idea. Maybe we're like brainwashing a very... Very early age of well, xylophone training. Welcome to America. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, anywho. Where do we start and where do we get you I don't know, man. Bro? What are we even doing here? It's been a crazy week. Has it? It's been for a crazy you? life. It's a crazy world. Life is crazy. Yeah. I know that. That's true. Yeah. Um, I just finished my short story and I felt like my character. That's right. <laughs> you had a, what was it? Your deadline was December 8th? December 8th. And it was, well... I think it was done the 9th because I completely finished editing it. Oh, gotcha. On is the one that you sent me the edited one or is it the pre-edited um, one? It doesn't matter because it's a collab through the Pages app on iTunes. Uh-huh. So you can actually go on there while I'm typing and you oh, can see like me typing. It's like live stream writer. Kind of. That's kind of weird. Or you That's can just cool. do it. If, and if I'm not doing it, you can just read what I have. Yeah, gotcha. So um, I went back in there and since it's a shared collaboration, like... Um, you can either choose like allow you to do some like editing or writing in it, mm-hmm. hence the collaboration, mm-hmm. or I could just do view only. Got, yeah. So I put everybody. Which view. yours is unfortunately because I wanted to put some adjustments in there. Yeah, I know. It's a <laughs> shitty story. I get it, Nick. Okay. <laughs> so are you gonna publish this? Are you gonna put it out? I don't know. There we talked just... about it last week, man. Yeah. Uh, maybe once I gather a few more short stories, I kind of want to do this like maybe. A story every two months or something like that. Short stories and, and collect uh, them all together. I think that's a really cool idea. Have, yeah, I think yeah, so too. You mentioned that to me the other day, and you're like, so like next year you'd have like a book basically, of yeah. a couple short stories. You printed. I was actually gonna print out this story for you and kind of like in a nicer paper at my mom's. Oh really? And then give it to you just because like it's cool to have. That, it really like, is the token tangible. And then that like tan- yeah, that piece of like it's nice. It's, it's like, not just on your phone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, I read it this morning, actually, the first thing I woke up. Cause I, I, yeah, I was meaning to read it all the way. What did then. you think? I guess it's the best story I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thank you. No, it was great. No, it was like, I, f- I felt like you felt as a character, like, one kind of schizophrenic, you know, from PTSD. The premise, the premise is this guy's losing his mind uh-huh. by doing, like, all these little shit. Right. That we do, you know, throughout our day that feels like we're losing our minds. Exactly. You know? I kind of wanted to pro- portray that. And so he would, you were kind of taking him through a day in his life and all these little mistakes are like even just a homeless man's like sign remembering it differently or just little things like thinking you spoke to somebody like just these little small things mm-hmm. and weird things that kind of happen to a lot of us. But sometimes you can stack them up or you can kind of let them roll off your shoulders from from anyway. So you like you were very it was I felt 
like part of the character in a way. Like I felt sympathy for him, and I'm kind of irritated with him sometimes. Right? Like, Come on, dude. It's kind of what I want. Right. And so like it's this nice balance. But then it's like what struck me is like near the end is then when his dad calls and he's like, your mom died. Like I was like, oh shit. Like out like an out loud. Like oh shit. Right. So it's like I was in there with with uh, that's cool with man. the character. And so I think that's as a writer. I think that's setting the tonal structure where you're riding the waves with the rider that you can actually kind of carry you through to this flow. That's like, um, I don't know. Harmonious. Is that a word? Harmonic. Yeah. Just kind of, so you're like sitting through there. So I thought that was really cool. And I was like, yeah, like this is my buddy, like writing his story, you know, like putting it out there. So that's fucking awesome, dude. Cause and the thing is, for me, like even what I, you know, it took me a couple of days to read it. Um, not like spread out, like, right. but like no, you no, sent it, it to me on Saturday. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to read it sometime this week. But it already made me happy that like you set that goal for yourself and you did it because you know, we're all just like fucking consumers and we're all just consuming this, consuming that, not just of art, but as just people we're buying this, buying that we need this, we need that. What are you expelling? You know? Right. What are you creating? And that was part of, um, once I completed the story, I was, I felt accomplished in a sense, like, you know, I, I finished it by the deadline. I, I have this, this is mine. I created it. I knew I could have worked on it more if I had more time, but Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what? That's the deadline. That's what a deadline means. Right. Um, and even through the editing process, I kind of went, I took out some little, he said, she said, cause my dialogue kind of got yeah, a there little clunky. There's some clunky parts or yeah. typos, but that's just with writing or with anything. You never discover right. this without doing right. it. And so, um, I think the editing process definitely helped it out a bit. Yeah. Um, I can, I know I can definitely still work on dialogue and maybe some transitions, but you know, I felt accomplished. Right. Uh, doing it. And there's something about stretching that muscle of like, of creating and keep, like, cause when, for me too, it's like, I put out a song, it's like, I'm not really ever ready to put it out. And right after you record it, you're like, I wish I would have sung it this right. way the whole time. I wish I would have done this whole thing differently. Yeah. But then I'm just like, okay, then the next song I make is going to be better or I'm going to improve on it in those ways. It's Ooh. not just hanging on to this old piece and trying to like polish it up and make it look better. It's right. about moving on to the next one. There's probably some middle ground between those two. Cause I'm always just trying to go the next step rather than looking back. Yeah. But that makes sense. But for me, I think that's what pushes me. Cause it's like, I want to do better. Like, you know what I mean? No, but for sure. I don't think there's a perfect song, you know? No, or a perfect story or anything. Besides man. Ariana Grande songs, obviously. Oh fuck, man. I mean, you can't even fuck with her. No, those songs are perfect. Yeah. She's amazing. So talented. So talented. R.I.P. Mac Miller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had like uh, one of his last like Spotify. He was playing like, just on him on the piano. Two Spotify. Songs. We're on it now. Yeah, well, that's You guys true. can fucking listen. Listen to that shit on Spotify. He was on the piano. Yeah, and just played two songs. I was like, this guy was, he was next level. He was so yeah. cool. Give me some of those feels. He was too good to, to continue living. Yeah, maybe something like that. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, I just, I think people need to create more. I think people need to force themselves to do something artistic, even though it's, it's easier just to sit back and watch TV or go eat some comfort food. And I don't know, the more I think you do that and you get those rewards of finishing a story, you, you feel that payoff more that you strive to do things, whether you don't really want to or not, Mm -hmm. just because it's how you have any personal growth as a person. I didn't want to edit this shit, dude. Yeah. Like I sat down and I was like, fuck, I don't want to do this. Right. I threw on fucking classical music on my headphones and I was like, all right, rereading, rereading. And then like 
paragraph, two paragraphs in, I was like, oh, well, that sounds like shit, you know, to do. Yeah. And then I was like, all in it again, you know, right. you, 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 um, pick on that consciousness, I guess. Yeah. It like flows through. Yeah. Uh, you engulf yourself back in the situation. Yeah. That's cool, man. That you, you yeah, man, kind of felt what the, what the character. Yeah. Or, yeah. It was, was good, man. I liked it. It was cool, cool too. Cause it, you threw in little like social political cues yeah. too, you know, <laughs> that's something like Chuck Palahniuk does quite like, or I guess quite a lot of writers yeah. do. Like, yeah. 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 It's, well, it's their voice. And it's also know? just bringing, it's brings you more into light with like what they're existing around. Yeah. So there's something like with songs too. It's like, is this a love song? It's like, well, yes, it's a love song, but what else outside of love is there? What mm. else is happening? Like addiction? Are you struggling with depression? Or you need to show all these other things. Like you had like, you know, this addiction to technology you kind of throw in there. It's like bringing up what their consciousness is out, like full spectrum. Right. Not just one small little like narrow path. Yeah. Right. And I think that's what really gives you that as like a writer and a reader and makes it kind of like, oh, okay. I yeah. see. I get, I get yeah. this. Yeah, it's interesting, man. It's fun. It's fun doing that. And uh, another buddy of mine, because I sent it out to a couple of people. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you get jealous now, huh? Now, another how many buddy... people did you send it out to exactly? <laughs> <laughs> how many others? <laughs> how many others? Uh, about five. <gasps> <laughs> but uh, one. No, buddies... go to your room. It's <laughs> gonna get rough. <laughs> one of my other buddies is like. Um, it was a very easy read. And at first I was like, damn it, you know, I don't, like, I wanted it to seem, like, articulated and complex and this and that. But it's like, that's not a bad thing that it's an easy no. read. I was like, that's good. I mean, it's it's not, obviously it's like a first draft, kind of, you know, um, of this story. I really didn't, I guess it went from, like, a first draft and right into, like, a final draft when I finished editing it. Right. Um, yeah. But I was like, it's an easy read. And I was like, like maybe easy, like in the flow, not necessarily like the complex terms or, you know, yeah. vocabulary in there, but it's also not like, and he went to the store and he went, right. you know, like it's <laughs> not elementary, right, right? But there's right. something like, like you said, there's, there's beauty and simplicity, right? And especially like as an entry level thing, like, you know, for me, it was the like pop songs. It's we're like, it's more accessible doesn't mean it has to be watered down or take away from your vision or what you're trying to say. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's like you need to learn to walk before you run. Yeah. You know, it's like that simple, yeah. then kind of start getting... Fucking cliches, you know, man. I know, but it's so true, you know? No, it's no, like, no, for sure. And I think with a writer, you know, like, are you, you going to write like Moby Dick as your first like story, like 800 pages and then give it out to people and be like, all right, read my story. Like, who the fuck are you? I'm going to like give away two months of my life to read, you know? Yeah. And I think sure. there, there's, I don't know. It's like, you have to build that like, yeah, a little bit before and it's, you can it, make a 10 minute Led Zeppelin song or something. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, it's practice, man. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, getting your feet wet and then swimming. You know. There's also that in the sense of like an early artist of people that put so much, you know, like eight years, nine years into a project before they release anything. And then they release this and expect the world to be like in awe by it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you should have made deadlines every year and then release things rather than just kind of sitting in because you can't ever grow from not exposing yourself. I get that if you're working like on your life's work, you know, yeah. on your on your yeah, Your for sure. big hurrah. Like if you take, 
your swan four, song. Yeah. If you take four years, you know, researching on other two writing, like mm-hmm. that's a six year project. Yeah. If you have the leisure and money to do that, like yeah, you don't have sure. to yeah. work. Yeah, you know? that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that'd yeah. be fucking awesome and good for you. But right. at the same time, it's I think you like you said, you build up to that. Yeah. You, you that's how those complex and articulated stories are formed, you know? Yeah. It doesn't, you know, this is a month project. This is, you know, kind of half the time off the top of my head and I'm just engul- engulfing myself in writing. Uh-huh. And like, I've, I I did some research. Like I asked people like, what, what little things do you do that make you feel like you're losing your mind? You know, um, hmm. I got some replies and it was, you know, helpful because we all do this shit. What's you know? yours? What's your little thing? That I repeat good? shit all the time, bro. Like to people like. Oh, like to make sure they heard something or. or no, no. Something, or? Like I forget that I even said that before. Oh, you know, gotcha. And then I'll like tell them again. Yeah. And so then they're like, yeah, you said that yesterday. Or I'm just like, uh. I did. Mine just like my OCD of like leaving the house drives me crazy. Like checking my stove and candles and really. Oh, oh dude, it's insane. It's like it's like crippling sometimes. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I didn't know that. That's yeah. crazy. I've gotten a little better at it in some like ways because I used to be like carried in my car and locking my car, making sure my windows. Like like I tried to subvert more and more of like these OCD tendencies. You know, yeah. like because you're the one giving life to them. You know what I mean? It's like, and I, sh- I should be aware of Then it's like that voice in your head where it's like, yeah, but this one time, like your house will burn down. And then <laughs> it's, it is your fault. Cause you didn't check yeah. or this or that. Um, I read like a, some techniques at one point. So like, okay, I need to fucking Knock try it. Yeah. Like try to get better. Cause it's, a, it's like, like I said, like crippling, like it really is sometimes. And I'm actually like, Right now in a pattern of it being super fucking annoying again, where it's like, God damn it, you don't need to check it 10 fucking times mm-hmm. before you leave. But it was saying the best tip I heard was the more that you empower that OCD and tendency is the quicker that you will lose like your mental health and like kind of like schizophrenic or all timers. Like you're yeah, basically yeah, yeah. you're giving power to your brain saying that you don't trust yourself. Well, that was another part of, that's interesting that you bring that. Mm-hmm. That was another part of my story. It's like how much of those little things that we do or say like, Oh, I feel like I'm losing my mind. How much does that fucking actually manifest within yourself? You know, how, yeah. are you, are you manifesting it? Like how much is that affecting us? I guess, right. You know, like, is it manifesting this belief that, you know, you, you potentially could lose your mind uh-huh. Dementia, and that's or... like opening up those ideas. Like, I don't, yeah. obviously I'm a fucking expert and scientist in this, but right. I don't know. Nobody knows, you yeah. know? Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's whether you look at it like as a hiccup or a misstep, or if you say it's a part of your like rut or you right. get, that, I think that's the that's, problem. Yeah. It's like, if, if you start saying these little things, yeah, I told you I'm depressed. Like, this is why this is happening to me. This is why this is happening to me. Like, and it's funny. Cause like I had, there was a dead crow like outside of my front door for like a week or something. And the day that it was like appeared. Didn't give it a burial, man. <laughs> yeah, right. The day that it appeared was like I don't know. I was just been in like a big depressive rut, just like burnt out really from everything, and just like it's like those little things. And I'm like, see, this is why. See, like then you start even giving like the devil's coming, like and kind of joking about it, like it's a bad omen or yeah. whatever. But you could like you could fall into that right. way of thinking yeah. and be like like something's around the corner. Like it starts like gloomy. You just, you build that story inside of your head and you start existing in that um, realm, I guess, rather than being like, Oh, that's funny. Kind of 
clean, clean it up. Yeah. It out. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's the stories we tell ourselves, you know? Yeah. About ourselves. The stories we tell ourselves. I got a quote, Darren Brown, on that one. Yeah. Good man. Um, 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 um. Planet Earth 2 came out last week. And I was fucking stoked, dude, because somebody at work was telling me about it the week prior. And I was like, dude, I know. I knew when it first came out. I was like, I was going to buy it on iTunes, but I've been trying to be better about my money because I'm like, it's going to be on Netflix. Wait, Blue Planet. Yeah, what did I say? Planet Earth. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Blue Planet, and I wanted to buy it when it came out, but I was like, I need to save some money. It's going to be on Netflix in six months. You can fucking wait. And so, finally, it was released, and I was like, yes. I know. Um, I'm yeah. two episodes in. Yeah, me too. And the, <laughs> the Deep Sea one has, has been my favorite one so far. But, like, the thing that got me from the very, very get-go, I think it was the first episode, it's like, we know more about the surface of Mars than the bottom of the floor of the ocean. Yeah. And, like... Holy shit, we do. <laughs> like, yeah, well, fuck, we do. Like, we discovered, like, they discovered, like, 25 species just, like, in that episode. It's just, so like, alien, bro. And, I, and it's, it's, like, why do we, why are we looking out rather than looking in? Yeah. Like, why are Take we? Take it back a couple of episodes. Why, like, why do you think that, why do you think that is? And I think a lot of the technology, like, the pressure is so intense down in the sea that's like not a whole lot but robotics can go down there yeah but if like we're putting trillions and or billions of dollars like into like that's these true space we're going out we space could, too. yeah i mean that and i was like well you see like elon musk has uh spacex then you have uh bezos has blue ultra or something like that like they both have these like space shuttle things to make like rich people go out there and like I was like, Virgin Mobile's doing that too. What's yeah. That, what's that guy's name? And it's like, so for vacation or like also like could be escape pods. Really? Like, do you think they're trying to figure out if Mars is like habitable because like they want to get the fuck away because they already see the demise of Earth? You know, they see like glaciers and, and they have the money to melt. do so. Right. I mean, like, um, what's his face? Elon Musk says like 500,000 just to go up there and kind of like, wee, you know, but. I mean, I could see, like, for millions and millions of dollars, like, people going up there to exist just yeah. because they're like, well, Earth, you're fucked. Like, I mean, people ha- spend $10 million on bunkers and stuff like that. Why don't they probably look out, like, to fly away, too, right? Right. That's kind of creepy. Um, what was that movie, that space movie where they were living out in, on this space station? Mm-hmm. But it had, like, plants and all that, too. Xenon Girl of the 20th Century. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. That was a great show. I don't know why it ever got canceled. But, no, it was, it was a more recent movie. I can't remember. But that's... I kind of see that... Like living in a space station for a while while maybe we create yeah. Mars yeah, I can and see, make it more I can inhabitable. Or habitable. Have you seen the movie Moon before? Uh-uh. That's a fucking amazing movie. Yeah? So if, about? If you ever want to... Like, watch a mind fuck of a movie. Watch that movie. Uh, it's, well, basically, this guy's, like, up... I think it's Mars or Moon. Probably the Moon. Probably so the it's moon. called Moon. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he's... Just go... I, I don't know. It's it's hard. I don't want to I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Like, I, like, I really want people to watch this movie. It's so fucking... My, cu- my cousin told me about it. What's the premise? This guy that's outside in space... Outside in space, just kind of, like, going through his daily grind of life and living and then starting to realize 
like something seems off about like his life and the things that he's doing and what like why he's doing these hmm? things. What is it? Moon. Mo- just Moon. Moon. Yeah. Okay. It's Sam Rockwell, and he's an amazing actor. Anyways, back to back to this planet. Yeah. Zoop. With uh, you know that planet Earth two deep sea, there's like the you see like, it's like that transgender fish. It's like she's a female. Oh my god! Goes dude. into a rock, comes out a male. Like well, that's crazy. I lost my head on that. I know, dude. me and too. Not because I was so high, but you know, I was. For, I love watching those shows. High, yeah. Just the narration in it and like. Some of that shit seems CGI, bro. It's like, so I know it's so dude, weird. Dude, it is so alien. Like the colors, the vi- the vibrant neon colors on the very, the very sea. bottom. Yeah, those dude. things that clone themselves so they've been alive for like four thousand years. Don't tell me. Just, Don't like, tell me. I haven't seen that shit. That's the second episode. Well, I'm like halfway through. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Deep sea, man. That shit's crazy. No, but um, yeah, that fish. Well, as he was narrating, he's like, and that fish is now. Going through this transformation. Yeah. This and that, you know? And you see this fish, like, just on its side. And what is it? How long does it take? In a couple months. Is it a couple months? Yeah. And then it, like, comes back out looking like the male fish? I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. That's a transgender fish right <laughs> yeah, there. Exactly. Very 2018. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. Him. It. They. Zim. Zim. I am. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And then, like, dolphins, which are crazy to watch. It's funny, like, they were... Like they have fun because they go surfing like for no right. reason. Like yeah, they're just yeah. enjoying themselves. And I was talking to somebody about this, and I was like, "We say dolphins are the smartest, one of the smartest animals." And I was like, why is that? And like, I don't really have an answer. I don't know the smart reason behind it. But he was like, "Is it because they're not existing as like the way that we're existing? Like they're not going to work every day to pay their bills, to be depressed, to like take a pill for this, to eat like shit? Like they're existing." For as, freely, kind of. As Mother Nature intended. Right. It's you like know? that hunter-gatherer. Like, maybe right? that's why we would be happier that way because you're, like, connected to something. You feel connected to the earth. You feel connected to your family. You're not connected via Bluetooth. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I uh, throw, threw it out to Ray, and I've kind of been saying it on and off, uh-huh. but I was like, yeah, I just want a fucking cabin in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And she didn't say no. So yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe it's yeah, maybe right. it's starting to stick, you yeah. know? <laughs> Just, you know, save up some cash, sell everything, and... Get some chickens. Boom. Chickens, goats, and cows. That's what I need, man. Be nice. Yeah. But, like, is that why, like, for dolphins, is that why they're the smartest? Because, or is it, I mean, how they communicate in, like, ways that they... Don't they rape each other a lot, though? Isn't that the one bad thing about dolphins? I feel like I've heard I mean, that somewhere. you got rape culture everywhere, man. Humans, dolphins. What's weird is, like, if it's... So, it's, like, if it exists in nature, it exists in, like, the human condition, I guess. So, you think about, like, you know, transgender. There's fishes down there doing that same thing. R- dolphins raping each other. Like, humans do that. Neon-colored fish. The reason why we can see neon is because it's buried at the bottom of the ocean. It's like we recreate it. Hmm. There's a weird, like, is there a weird connection there? It's like, so we can learn so much oh, about I don't know. us. Maybe evolution? Through. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's like, if it's ingrained in us, it's engra- or engraved in us. Yeah. And it's like making something click, making right. some wheels turn or making to. see those things. Um, there's a... Life is weird. Life is very weird. Um, there was that episode, I think you said you were listening to it last night, I'm Joe Rogan, like that. A lot of this kind of... The way I've been thinking, I think I listened to that last week. 
And it just like it was a trippy episode. It was like that Doctor Ben Goritzel, Gritzel, or I don't yeah. know. I'm so bad with names. Yeah, with a weird hat. <laughs> That's what everybody says, but I'm always like, I don't know. Listen. Well, I just um, you on, see it, like, on, on the Instagram. IG, yeah, yeah. On Instagram. But which that, you can follow us, by the way. <laughs> that episode was so good, and um, the thing that really was crazy for me is he kept on talking about singularity. And I haven't I, finished it completely, but okay. you can go ahead and spoil it. Yeah, so it's, I'm like, I know I've heard the phrase before, of like what singularity is, or but I've never really gotten into it. And he's talking about basically how like you know we're super close to building like a super robot that's so much smarter than us that it can figure out algorithms and patterns that would take us decades and decades to fix or think about things that we can even begin to process. And like, we're so close to that, that in the second that it's like engineered this, like that one second, that singular moment, everything is going to change like instantly, like the way that we would be existing and ways that we th- see things or understand things. And this computer is so fucking smart that it's, we, it could have gone back in time, told us this to create the supercomputer so then we can become that. So like the fact that, that maybe there's a simulation, the fact that we're creating, trying to create a simulation means that there is a simulation. That's how smart that computer is. It's like, is this a computer in China? I don't know. I don't know where it is. China. Yeah, because he's out of Hong Kong. So China. China. So yeah, probably somewhere. I don't know. But th- this kind of technology is five to f- like you said, twenty years tops away. Well, he said five to thirty. Yeah. But then again, he also said, "What does it matter if that was ten thousand years ago or ten thousand and fifty oh, oh, years ago?" Oh, yeah, that's ago, right. You know, basically, like, he's saying like it's gonna happen. It's, it's inevitable. And then when it does happen, it's like yeah, it's like a breath. It's like right. Well, and then he was getting into like, are we here? Are we not here? Like that, the whole simulation feel of like, mm-hmm. and that kind of goes back with like the dolphins or these things like these habits that we have as humans, like what's in, what's in our DNA and then can that be manipulated by future and past times? If like with space, space and time are, you know, interchangeable in these weird ways that like a, if a computer was so smart, it knew it could basically time travel to make us be like, hmm, like this little, our ears kind of perk up and we start creating these things. Hmm. I don't know. That's it's, interesting. It's trippy shit. Yeah, dude. it is very it's, trippy. Yeah. It's kind of scary, but what I got out of what I've listened so far, um, he was, you know, he was saying like, he was kind of comparing it to his kids. Like you, you, you instill these values in your kids that you believe in, mm-hmm. But then at the same time, they're going to be their own person, too. That's know? that's so with, me too. <clears throat> with like AI, um, they're going to obviously you would hope that the AI has like this sympathetic feel or empathetic feel towards humans that it's like, oh, well, these guys created me. I'm not going to destroy them. I just know they're fucking stupid. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> you, you don't want that to overturn and, and with AI, like taking over, you know, mm-hmm. annihilating the human race or like, um, you want them to be able to coexist per se. Right. Uh, but what, like it's, it's artificial intelligence. It's on its own, you know, it's self standing and, and it's going to do whatever the fuck it wants in the end. Right. Yeah. Well, That's what kind of scares me. Well, there's a couple of things where like, 
you can be scared. Like we don't treat humans nicely. So like the robots aren't going to treat us back nicely. So it's like do unto others, you know, this simple. And then he brought up too, where it's like, you can, we're afraid of them not having our morals, but we don't know what our morals are going to be in 20 years anyways. Like they've changed over the last 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, a hundred years, fucking radically changed. Not for sure. So what we believe is for the robots to feel is not always necessarily correct either. And if they are smarter and they see all these patterns, they're playing out, you know, the end result of all these different ways, you know, even if we're not satisfied with the way that they're doing things, like if they're like, we need to eliminate the human race. I mean, they're probably like, yeah, they're polluting the environment. They're killing each other. They're going to start a fucking nuclear <laughs> war. Like we, who need the fuck is Trump? <laughs> who the fuck? Yeah. This is the guy that they fucking chose. They're spending millions of dollars watching fucking football games and shit. They're killing themselves, literally yeah. eating shitty food and killing themselves. Maybe we should take these guys out. And like, as a human, you're like, I don't know. No, please don't. Like, we're we're good people. And they're, no, like, yeah. and they're like, really? Let's look. Let's just pull up the news. Yeah. It's like man murders whole family. Man rapes and gets away yeah, with yeah. it. There's racism still alive. It's like <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe, are we good people? Are we? Yeah. So, I mean, so that's that's the, that's the issue. Is we're, right. we're afraid of change because that could be the end of our existence. But. But it's probably an evolution. Or the beginning of just a different experience. Like if we are going to this simulation, this VR, it's like, all right, let's dip out of here and live forever in this black mirror paradise, you know? You're like, I mean, I guess this is what we do. I don't know. Like, do I jump ship or do you sink with the ship? Right. You know? That's funny. Last night I was watching uh, The American Meme Uh on Netflix and um, Paris Sultan is in it and she plays a big role. And she's, she was saying how she's so like over going out and, you know, being the party girl, mm-hmm. air quotes on that, yeah. um, that she's known to be. So she is working on a project. She created like this huge stadium, like VR world where, you know, anybody can go Yeah, and it's just all positive because, huh. cause she's like, you know, another thing from that, mm-hmm. um, documentary was like you have to have tough skin to be in that type of industry mm-hmm. you know because people are rude people are mean people are assholes they're gonna say you know oh you look fat this and that whatever right you know those negative comments if you don't have thick skin you know they're gonna get to you and you're probably not gonna be able to continue doing what you're doing right you know as a celebrity or as a um, public figure whatever you are uh, so she created this VR world where she's like DJing. She's like massive DJing. And like, she's like, this is for anybody that's like dealing with shit and dealing with stress. And mm-hmm. it's, this is a positive thing. I'm not bashing on right. it or anything, but it's like anybody can come here and, you know, escape your real world and, um, just have fun and, and converse with other people here and this and that. Is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> converse yeah and she's like and if there's people acting up and being rude kind of like on any social platform yeah um you know she's like that's what i have a bouncer for and she'll be like kicking and booting these people out oh, you nice. know so that's pretty interesting that she's moving that project forward i think the thing that's interesting about that and like the point you made up is like people it's thick skin you need to at this celebrity level but it's not e- even at only the celebrity level like we're also 
into social media now that you can get attacked for saying you're the wrong political thing. And all of a sudden, like some dude that's randomly your friend or randomly is found on your blog or something is like, you stupid fucking piece of shit. Like, I'm going to kill you. Like, yeah. like you can get that or you can just be like, you're stupid. Like, you can just see a song or a story or a movie and be like, this is dumb. This is gay. Yeah, and then like, movie. and for a celebrity, it's like you deal with that. Like you start getting thick skin because you either stop or you're just like, don't pay attention to it. But we all have like our ego is so delicate too, that even us on the, like the low hanging fruit get affected by that same thing. It's I'm up on the tree, man. I don't know what you talking about. <laughs> <laughs> or no, it's just I like, understand. Yeah. And just, I think that's probably a lot of why people are so up in arms all the time. Cause it's like, you're walking on eggshells and also you're you're walking on eggshells waiting to get attacked by any like around the corner or on your phone like cyber bolt you know yeah and yeah. kids are killing themselves rapidly from like I, I just literally this morning saw a story of this nine-year-old girl that posted a picture in, in like Alabama or Alabama Alabama, Alabama. <laughs> um yeah and, she, and like she got racist remarks and she killed herself like and that happens in the news all the time because we I don't know it's like to be part of society, you need to exist on these social media platforms, or if you want, or if you want to push some of your art and things forward, you need to be present on these things. Right. And a lot of times, you'll be the outcast of society if you don't put yourself on there. But then, as soon as you do that, you're putting yourself up subjecting there, subjecting yourself to and all then, this negativity. Yeah, and you're kind of forced into it in a weird way, or yeah. ostracized for being for not. Yeah, for sure. I mean, don't even you know. I, I compared to my story. I sent this out to six people, you know, and I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, I can't wait to hear what they say. Understanding like, hey, I'm sending you this because I trust you that you'll read it and you'll critique it Mm -hmm. properly, not just blow smoke up my ass, you know, tell me what the wrong parts are. You know, I'm not the best at grammar. We both know this. Like, that's terrible for a writer, but can I ask you a question? Yeah. Where do you think blowing smoke up your ass expression came from? Like, did somebody try that? Like, well, I mean, somebody has obviously done it. If we're going back to consciousness and things that yeah, are yeah, yeah. in our DNA. I mean, so there's coffee point, enema. So. so was there like some dude was just killing it? Like, I'm going to blow some smoke up your ass real quick because you're fucking killing your life or, right now, dude. Or maybe he was like doing really bad. That all sounds like somebody blowing smoke up somebody's ass, but it's a jet. It's probably fucking the war, dude. Oh shit! You ever think about that? Like I, when you hear those, like, like that noise, oh, yeah. or like the there's a whistle sometimes, and I was like, what if that was a bomb? Yeah, thanks. And you just like Donnie Darko, the, two, two miles the, down the road, it just you know. Oh yeah, especially when you're just like super stoned, you're just like <laughs> in oblivion, and you're like you hear these like it's like that's close, or it's like that's the, close. Yeah, like the other part uh, or the other thing that I do is when I hear screeching, like tires screeching. It's like. You yeah. know, from far away, skirt, I'm, I'm skirt. Uh, I, I'm just waiting for that, you know, that yeah. crash, that bang. You're waiting for it. That's interesting. Well, <laughs> it's like, it's like skirt and then nothing. It's yeah. like, oh, that, that guy just hit his brakes really hard. Right. He almost got into he a car accident, did. you know? So it's like, I, I, I've, all, and I, I've heard it once mm-hmm. and I've never heard it again. So where it's just like, and I was just like, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I hope they're okay, but, but. My, yeah. Smoke his ass is a question. Yeah, well, maybe it was like he was doing terrible. The the person was doing really shitty in whatever he was trying to accomplish. Uh-huh. And one guy's like, you know what? I'm going to tell him he's doing great. 
and he's just like, hey, man, you're really doing good out there. This and that. And the guy got more confidence and, and just realized that he sucks. Um, is but, it a smoke and mirrors play? I mean, that's what it is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it reminds me of this movie that, oh, fuck, it's on Hulu and Meryl Streep's in it. And it's like kind of back in the day. And she's like this, you know, singer, but she's terrible. Terrible singing, like she's not good. Yeah. And it's it's a really funny movie. I'll get the name of it later. But they hire a pianist, and um, so he starts playing, and then she starts singing, and he's just like cracking up, like he can't help because she's so bad, you know. Yeah. And then everybody around her, like she sold out stadiums. I believe this is a true story too. Uh-huh. Sold out stadiums and like arenas and whatnot. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, you know. Bravo. They were all blowing smoke up her Oh, ass. that's so funny. But the pianist was like, you know, is comedic in the beginning, but towards the end he felt sympathy and like yeah. uh, for her because, you know, she knew she wasn't good. Right, right. And even in the end, she's like, spoiler alert, even in the end she's like, I know I was never good, but nobody can say that I didn't do it. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and it was... And she sold out like arenas. This that. That's it's, funny. It's a good movie, yeah. man. It's funny. That's the truth in keeping that grind alive, though, too. Right? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's always going to be there. Like you have that story at the end of the day. Now moving forward, and, and you have the first one, the second one, the third one. Right. Yeah. And you know what? She didn't do it for them. She was doing it for herself. That's the only so. reason you can do anything. I mean, come on. That's why I masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was pretty. I mean, God thirty-seven minutes. Thirty-seven no, minutes no of no dick jokes. jokes. God damn it. We're taking our critique seriously here. <laughs> who do you think you are? Heads, headquarters. I heard this. Speaking of like airplanes and bombers and shit going over, I heard this uh, Albert Smoking Einstein quote, which I love. It's so good. I do not know with what weapons World War Three will be fought, but World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. That is funny, dude. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that gave me chills. That's a it's a good fucking <laughs> quote, dude. Because the net, like I think you've brought it up a couple of times when we talk about wars. Like, right. did you were you the one who's like, do you can you see war on U.S. soil? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I can see attacks, but as the second a superpower attacks another superpower, this shit's blowing up, dude. We're talking about China. Yeah, China, Russia, North Korea, North Korea. Like the second North Korea. Let's say they do shoot a bomb and it does connect, which they could. Anybody could. Mm-hmm. We all have the technology. But the second they do that, we're lighting this shit up and everybody's... It's own. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like six and stones in the next war because we're going to de... De-evolution? De-evolve? Devolve? Devolve. Devolve. Devo. That's what Devo actually Devo? stands for. Great yeah. band. I never knew who he was. It's just like a good old, uh, good, some old good stuff. Old good stuff. Um, where was it going with that? What were we talking about? World War Three. Oh yeah, World War Three. That was just kind of a quote that didn't really have anything else to do with that, anything. But I will bring up that I saw the first thing when I woke up this morning that Michael Cohen is actually going to jail. Three years. Michael Cohen. Is the lawyer for Trump. Part of like the Mueller investigation and all oh, that kind why of stuff. Is he, what did he so, do? So he, I wonder why he he's pled, going to jail. He pled. Um, Guilty. So, yeah, basically, to, obviously, because he was facing up to 45 years. So he's like, all right. But it's 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 crazy when you actually see these political people going to jail. I mean, three, three well, years like is Well, like also high-ranking political people. Yeah, right? dude, because like, 
what's crazy about that is when you see it happening, because people usually get away with it for so much, is it because we have so much networking and, you know, we all talk about it more often that you're less likely to get away with shit because people are talking about it Mm -hmm. a lot? Or is it because the shit was so heinous and so against the Constitution that they're like, okay, some... Because, I mean, think about the banks. The banks ruined the economy and nobody went to jail for that. Yeah. They got fined what they make in half of a day. But now somebody's like going to jail and you're like, oh, shit. Because, you know, there was some collusion with Russia and... Um, I guess there was like a 50, so it's like the penthouse that Trump was going to make in Russia. It was like, there's going to be a $50 million or was it 50 million? Uh, I don't think it was 50 billion. Yeah. $50 million penthouse. I was like going to be for Vladimir Putin just like as a gift to be like, thank you for letting us create this. But it's like, you're, you're laundering money or you're hiding money in different right. countries. Like whether it's the legality of it or it's because he's before president, you know, they were obviously hiding it on the, on no, the down low. Sure. So what's the bigger story? Who knows? Mueller's been very slow with kind of releasing details and what... I mean, a lot of people are like, well, if there is bad stuff. Why wouldn't they just throw it all on the table and be like, see, I told you, what are, we, what are they waiting for? I don't know. Is it all planned out? Or is it all... Yeah. Or is it all just a show too? Because sometimes like, I'll, I'll, I'll like, really still with this thing? Right. And that's kind of... I think I even said this a couple episodes ago. I was like, this thing's still going on? I mean, yeah. But then I saw that. I was like, oh, I guess he's taking the heads down, but he's like sniping them so slowly. Much, yeah, there's just so much to, you know, consume. Mm-hmm. Um, we intake so much and, and so rapidly. Uh, we filter through all these stories and all these headlines and we kind of forget about it after like a week. Yeah. You know, I believe we talked about um, just do it and the whole Nike thing mm. when Kaepernick blew up again you know yeah not just for kneeling but well i guess that's what it was all about and then i was like i think i even said it. i was like next week we won't even talk about this right and it's like that's exactly what happened Mm -hmm. you know yeah and not necessarily us not talking about it on this platform but yeah like nobody was what's the next headline yeah exactly right right so many headlines that things get buried like I mean, the, the thing about that is, too, if people aren't sharing correctly or can, in the echo chamber in a, like a bat, like a, I don't know, misdirected, misguided mm-hmm. one, um, then that could be potentially dangerous because then they can bury stories and hide things. And I mean, they already are hiding Which stories. Which they and, do, yeah. Right. And then on a bigger scale, too, because they use us as pawns. And it's a thing that I've heard in a couple of different podcasts in this last week. So it's like this you know, floating consciousness that we're all kind of existing. So we kind of cover these same topics where they talk about, you know, these extreme left, the extreme right. Those are the journalists. Those are the people on TV. I don't know very many people like that, man. Like if I go outside and I'm talking to people about politics or 9-11 even. Not recommended. Or like, well, yeah. But but we do. But for the gen, but a lot of people aren't like, fuck them all, put them in jail. They're just like, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Like, it's a very, it's a very gray area. Like there's not so many extremists, but we give so much power to extremists that we see the left as like right, it's these crazy people, small, but it's a very, very yeah. small piece of the pie. And the reason why is like, it's the divide and conquer. It's like the government wants to keep us divided and make us look like there's these, I mean, not, I'm not saying there's not white nationalists and I'm not saying there's not, you know, people Black and bigots and, and yeah. everything. What I'm saying is they're making that small, like 
five to 10% of people seem like the vast majority. And that's just simply not true. Yeah, it's very not true. But we feed into that because we are like so team based and right. shit, you know, that we're like, yeah, fuck your side and fuck this side. And I don't agree with you. And really, if you're just having a conversation with your neighbor, you're just kind of like this. You see all this shit that's happening, man? It's kind of, kind of crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, we, we definitely uh, glorify it, I guess you would say. Um, this left and this right. And I do know some left-leaning people, and I do know some right-leaning people. But you can find common ground a lot but of times. Right. With yeah, they're open still, to conversation. Like you're still friends with them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or you still you can still learn from them, you know. And that's that's my biggest issue with both sides. And it's, it's the second I can't have a conversation with a person anymore is like when they're so protected of their side that they'll never have any dirt against their own side. Is it really like they're so protective of their side or they're just, it's the power behind them. It's the funding that goes into yeah. all these people well, that, that's that controls them. And it's, if they get caught saying like, well, you know, maybe some of these gun laws are a little radical. That's true. Or, you know, if they get caught saying that, bro, booted, they're out, out of a job. Yeah. You know, I guess so they have to find a narrative, stick to a narrative, protect that's, a narrative. Yeah. I guess back to why podcasting is cool, but like you don't have to protect anyone. It's like, right. I mean, besides yourself, but besides outside of that, but I guess there's still advertisements that will drop you and all those things too. Yeah. So you start seeing some that get so big and you're like, uh, like how much are they biting their tongue at this level? You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you, you wonder that and you're like, oh, no, for sure. You know, because when things get so big, that's when things explode. Right. Do you know the term, um, <laughs> is that a dick joke? No, no. How dare you? How dare you, Pedro? I know. I thought we were over these. Sorry, folks. 27 episodes in and now uh, we're still talking about cocks. St- <laughs> anyway, do you know where the term bite the bullet came from? I feel like I do, but I, I, can't I just, think I don't know where I read time. it or saw it the other day, but it was, um, in, in like war times where soldiers would get injured out in the field mm-hmm. and uh, the nurses would come by and like some of them would have to like operate right out there, you know, no anesthetics, no nothing. So what they did is they literally bit the bullet. Oh, right. For the pain, for, you yeah. know, like excruciating. You're getting your fucking arm amputated kind of pain, yeah. you know, with no fucking local anesthetic or anything. <laughs> uh I just thought that was interesting. I was going. Yeah, that is. That. <laughs> Back to singularity. Yeah, sure. <laughs> AI. I was. I watched. Uh, I watched. A, I watched quite a few things this week. I've just been, like I said, tired. So, ended the day with a movie or whatnot. I watched. It's a, research, bro. It's research. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it is funny because I. I do. I watch what I consume. We talk about that a lot. So I. I am. Like I. I. I excess it. I'm like what. Is what am I going to learn something from this? What kind of enjoyment I'm going to get out of this? So, and I do force myself to watch things I wouldn't always want to watch necessarily. Like, um, like John Wick, I watched the other day, where it's like I'm not a big action dude or anything. But that movie, have you seen those movies before? No, I haven't. Dude, they're fucking badass. Are like, they? I heard that from multiple people, and I finally was like, all right, dude, I'm just gonna, re- I'm just gonna relax, pour up a nice bottle, have a nice little bourbon, drunk. And watch just an action movie and just, I just need to fucking turn my brain off and just get into some pew pew. But there was a fucking cool scene. It, just, it was fun, man. It was, it was a cool little trip of a movie. Both of them. I watched, I watched it back to back. Nice. Yeah. And it was dope. <laughs> what, what did I see that, um, I think it was a meme, something about John Wick and like, he's like chasing these people down. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know anything yeah. about this. He's they, chasing these they people. Kill it. Well, no, his wife dies, and then these basically punks of like this high mob kill, take his dog, take that's his car I, and yeah. kill his dog. That's what and I he's fucking, he's like, all right. He's like, you motherfuckers, dude. my wife I can live without, but yeah. my dog motherfuckers. And yeah. I was like, Noki, I would do this shit for you too. <laughs> I looked at him right after that. I was like, that's fucked up, man. That's how you know you're drunk. And you're just, yeah, right. Talking to my dog. No, I talk, I'll to, John my dog. W- I'll I talk John to my Wick. dog all the time. I'll be John Wick for you, know. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like in the movie now. I'm like, if that was Noki, this is what I would do. You're walking him outside. Somebody looks at him funny. Hey, you motherfucker. <laughs> you watch it. But yeah, it was a fun, it was a cool little trip of a movie. The, both of them. The second one was fantastic too. I'm nice. so I was talking to your primo about the third one because like they set up the end of the second one so nice for throwing. Like I can't fucking wait. Yeah. But that wasn't my singularity uh, transition. The other movie I watched was District Nine. Have you seen that movie before? Uh, it's been a while. And it's a. It was kind of like, that was the singularity thing too of like okay you can look at it from technology and also like if a big alien spacecraft comes here and they start that's why we gotta with get their the shit space or force being and- part of our team you know like, um, it just it's crazy but that's with anything man that's with mother nature and it's with space and it's with the end of the world like everything can change with I mean whether it's an off switch in a simulation that somebody can just turn off whether it's a hurricane whether it's um, Aliens, robots, yeah, dinosaurs coming back in a comet. Ooh, girl, <laughs> cool. That'd be interesting. That sounds like my next story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your next story should be uh, dinosaur erotica. Ooh, do you know? Do you know that about that shit? Is there is there is a genre, and right? It's, no, it's like and it's like the niche genre, obviously, but like it's a pretty like like popular. I think a lot of stories are st- I've, I've read I read a couple like chapters of it at random times so I was like what the fuck is, it is dinosaurs this? fucking or yeah what? and it's just like I'm just yeah no it's not dinosaurs fucking it's like it's like cave women like fucking dinosaurs so it's oh, like oh snap bestiality it's like bestiality with wow. dinosaurs so like girls are like sitting in bathtubs like drinking wine like like reading like, like ooh pterodactyl wow <laughs> she's like can't wait to get that long neck dick. Yeah, look at that dick. You got three dicks. <laughs> but that's that's crazy. That's so funny. But I mean, what honestly, if I, with, if I was with a girl and that was like the worst, like the weirdest <laughs> right. thing that she did, like, out of all the things that I know, I'd be like, huh? would you buy a dinosaur costume? Like one of those totally. inflatable dinosaurs. I'm all, I, yeah, I'm all about embracing the king. Why yeah. not? Why not? Whatever man. gets you off. Yeah. I mean, we're only on here. On here. I'd be like doing that pterodactyl or, or the, the T-Rex walkover. It's <laughs> <laughs> like my old biology teacher or chemistry teacher. I had, really, I had a, our school security guard would do that all the time. Yeah, he would walk through the, I was like, what, are we supposed to, you should be, I guess that's like, they're trying not to make us scared of a police officer, but he arre- he's, he did arrest people at times. It's like, so funny. Isn't that kind of like throwing the blinders on a little bit? Like, yeah. You start trusting him and it's, all of a sudden it's like. It's like oh. the cool parent. Oh, there's Officer T Rex. Yeah. What's up? Like, you yeah. want to smoke some weed? He's like, yeah. And then you're like, and he's like, you're under arrest. You're under arrest, motherfucker. But that'd be a dumb thing to do, regardless. Like, oh, you don't yeah. offer Unless weed. he was under undercover. Under the covers? Well, then he might be a Catholic priest. Under the covers with a police officer could also be a good story for your next book. Under the covers with a police, with a police officer. officer. I stumbled in <laughs> to a room. <laughs> <laughs> His gun was so large. <laughs> <laughs> not a creature was stirring, not even. <laughs> oh, I'm going to start uh, writing these down, man. These are good bullet That points. is good. That is good. That is good. 
There's a manhunt going on in France. You see that? In France. Yeah, it's a yeah. Party. It's, not, Party? it's not every day you see uh, gun violence in other countries. Oh my! Killed wow. three, twelve injured in a Christmas market, and he's still on the loose. I feel like in other countries the people kind of either get away with it a little bit more, or they're better at like dipping and diving out. No, is it? Um, it's just more nooks and crannies to hide in. That's, no, I mean, that is true though, <laughs> in a sense. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess there's a lot of shit you can hide. Same in. here. Yeah. Are are officers in other parts of the world like are they allowed to carry guns? Do, oh, that's do, a good do they question. carry guns or because I know. I know, isn't it like Russia or something? They just have batons or... That's a good point. They're probably not armed to the teeth like ours are. I mean, we have like... Our, our police officers drive around tanks here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially in Arizona. Yeah. Just turn that yeah. fucking <laughs> big old cannon around. Like, yeah. hey, you! I saw you rob this circle, okay? <laughs> that was supposed to be a megaphone I was trying to do. <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. Sound like... That was bad, too. Huh? You have to work on the Your megaphone. megaphone Can impression. you do a good megaphone? What are you talking about, man? <laughs> I needed the. That was the thing. That's yeah, like that, the ten four. Roger. It got me in. It got me into character. I couldn't figure out how to do that sound first. Put your hands up, sir. We got a trick. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that's scary. Like a manhunt going on. Um, what is also going on with all these riots out there in Paris? Like the, so the, the that, yellow jacket riots? Yeah. So or, or? this is what, the first time of the week that I heard this whole divide and conquer kind of se- like se- like trying to separate the communities. Because when you start seeing things in other countries like that, when there are these huge riots and it's it was over gasoline, I believe. They raised the prices where it's like almost over $7 now. Or like people are like, we can't li-, like this is ridiculous. Um, so they're like all up in arms. And they're all coming together because, like, you which can't is good to, to see. Yeah, but so it's just that's why our news tries to divide us because if we were all meeting up together and being like, there's a lot of fucking shit that's going on that we shouldn't allow, but instead they throw these little like, should you go to the same bathroom as these people that have been like they try to throw these hot button issues to distract us rather than coming together and right. being like, we're bigger than this. Yeah. Like, us as a, you know, we're humans, right? And the problem is too, we're trying to make everybody so into, and this is probably sounds bad. Like we're trying to be also individualistic and making ourselves feel so special. And so, Oh, I'm this and I'm this, this or that I've created that. Like I have a name, I have a stance I'm where somebody. I'm somebody like motherfucker, you're a human. Yeah. And that's all you are. And yeah. that's all you are really ever going to be at the end of your life our uh what is that what is that quote that i'm butchering um your grave is just going to be as deep as mine too you know right oh that's that's good yeah uh something like that like meditating it's like you when you strip yourself back and if you put yourself like that into anybody else's shoes anybody that you're looking at you are that same person like you're that same breathing apparatus right but we get the ego gets in the way and all these things and our ideas and beliefs and morals which are good things that we can craft and grow from those and share them but we need to be very careful with not using them as like weapons or trying to just at least not using them to be objects to make us fumble on our way to like be a better i don't know yeah, better society, you know? You think about planet Earth and or Blue Planet and you see all these 
different walks of life and we're we're just part of that animal kingdom like do they name each other too like do they probably well the what got me um during that blue planet right yeah blue yeah blue planet or planet earth you fucking confused planet earth is incredible too that was really good too um what got me is like they kind of made it seem in one part where these uh false killer whales um we're hunting dolphins or they're like, and these false killer whales can hear the dolphins, you know, yeah. from miles away. And it's like, they're chasing, chasing, chasing. And the dolphins are like swimming away from them, you know? But at the end it comes to a point where they're like, the dolphins turn around and they face them. Yeah. And it's like, they recognize each other. And that's what this, that's what they said. Like scientists are now starting to believe like they're old friends and, uh, yeah. you know, working together maybe to hunt or something. I don't know. Right. But that's interesting, like, how you were saying we're all divided and divided. And, yeah, we play, you know, that chase game with everybody to uh-huh. the left, to the right. But if we all just turned around and kind of faced each other, yeah, we'd have a lot more in common. And want a bigger, better, yeah. not even just America, but world that we're all world, cohabit, yeah. like, existing, trying to make better things, trying to make our health better. Yeah. But it's power, greed, all those things, that's... that's that's, that's the that corruption. That's the root of evil. And that's the controlling aspect. That's I think the issue too is like when you get so big, you need more strings. You need more help from people, kind of helping boost you up. Right. But when you get bigger, more and more people involved, there's going to be a couple rats involved at some point. You're going to start getting some somebody that's like the robots are like, hey, that's a bad guy. Hey, that's a bad guy. That's a bad guy. The robots like, do not communicate with this person. And that's like, a good hey, robot. That's me. That's a good robot. Thank you. It's very realistic. Way better than your microphone. <laughs> yeah. Megaphone. I'm a robot. <laughs> no, I'm a robot on this megaphone. <laughs> this is the police. Police robot. That's funny, man. Police Did robots, see- bro, coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Heavy metal. Was that episode on a... Yeah. Butt sex robots? And- yeah. That's exactly what it was about. <laughs> no, um, this, the oh. University of Michigan, did you see that fucking contact lens that they're making? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, dude, that shit's scary. That was crazy. That's, I mean, they kind of talked about it on the Taking It Back to the Joe Rogan uh, podcast with Dr. Bob. How did they end up being able to do it? it yeah, he was saying it'd be impossible because you need like the interface and the battery and everything would be so big for your eye. No. That's why like, I watched it. I was like, I don't know. Is this real or not? Yeah. I don't know how like far off it is, yeah. but it's interesting that they're working on it. Trying to develop and, it. And maybe, um, maybe it's like the battery power on that or the live source to that contact cell. What it is, is essentially the episode in Black Mirror where you can control like you have the little bead implanted on the side of your head yeah. and your eyes can see like. It's pretty much your phone in this contact lens. Like right. you can see your pictures, you can see your messages um, with this contact lens or whatever. But maybe they're integrating the power system on that contact lens to be uh, powered by your body, like or? blood or something flowing uh, through it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how they would do that. Obviously, that's you know, some my expertise. Your or blood like would power or something. I'm sure they could figure that out right maybe it's like an ecosystem you're just trying to use the energy while your blood flows through it you know it's creating friction and that friction's gathering that energy and yeah. creating. i mean we know everything well i mean i'm gonna solve it 
I mean, Google Glass did it. That was kind of a funny thing. People hated that. Yeah, like, people did hate that. Are you, are you, you know what I mean? Because you never yeah, know. Yeah. But we're, we live in, I mean, like, we were talking about this, like, 15 episodes ago or some shit. Or, like, you remember that guy that I saw outside of the gym where he's, like, recording, like, this girl that was yeah. out in the pool, which was super fucking creepy. Right. And you think about that, like, everybody has this technology now. Like, even, like, homeless people have nice phones because the shittiest phone is still... They don't have a house, but they have a nice phone. Yeah, and they can record anything. And, like, that's it's a weird world where you... Like, I, do you ever think about, like, how many pictures or videos that you're in that you weren't aware that you're in? Kind of. Like, yeah. there's probably a lot. Yeah. Like, if you just Google and, your name or and something. And if there's, like, a database that sh- has the face technology, which we know exists, and there's a database that shows every picture and every place that you've ever been, like, there's probably a database somewhere stored of you with pictures that you have no idea about. Probably. Right? Yeah. And things that you've said that you didn't think twice about. Especially on this podcast. <laughs> no, we're just throwing it all out there. But even to that real to that real sense of having an Alexa or having a phone and your phone always listening to you, I don't think doing this and doing just existing and you and I having this conversation in a coffee shop, I think trigger words are trigger words at any point now. That no matter what context you bring them up at, whether it's on a podcast and a song and a story and a text message, I think they're being like data mined somewhere. Right. Who, who was it? Was it? It's one of the big like wiki WikiLeaks guy that like, Snowden? I think so. And he was like five years ago. He's like, even five years ago, the average American would be shocked at how much data the government has on you. Like you would be like terrified by right. it. And that was five years ago. Yeah. And now my phone needs to open through my face. Yeah. I don't even know my fucking passwords anymore to most places, to be honest with you. Cause I go to places and it's like you suggested password. I'm like, okay, yeah. Link it all just to remember. Cause right. I mean, it makes sense that that's more protected from a hacker. I would imagine maybe not. Cause maybe that's how they process the patterns. Yeah. But I like, I'm just, like, I don't care, whatever. I mean, if you got nothing to hide and you're not trying to overthrow government or, you know, being this loud revolutionary voice, I don't think they're paying attention. But to they you. could also craft a narrative easily. Oh, too. They could frame your ass for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They can, what, what, I know. What is it like? They showed this, a white man that was arrested and that killed somebody, then a black man. We thought, oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And how the narrative was extremely different right they can just take these little pieces of information yeah it was that asshole that killed his wife pregnant wife and, and the two kid daughters that was, and yeah that was the guy that was protecting Pre- and the black yeah and, and the who, who was it i don't remember the black guy was like daughter i believe because yeah. some creep followed her into the bathroom and they used like his mug shot rather than using a family picture right with the white yeah, guy yeah. to show him like with well, his family yeah. and just that's making the narrative yeah you can always craft it so many different ways divide and conquer divide and conquer Baby. Keep us divided. We will never keep us, rise. Keep us divided. <laughs> you gotta run, 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 run from, from the simulation. simulation. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's beautiful, isn't it? Life. Say, yeah. <laughs> Sayonara. Who do you think you are, podcast listeners? And thank you for listening, folks. Thank you for listening. We do love you. We do appreciate the likes and the follows. Powering down. That was a shitty robot. Powering down.